Okay, we're on Daf um, Pei. It's actually Ayin um, Tes but it starts a new Maimur. The Maimur begins with a quote from Yeshaya. You'll pour out water and joy from the wellsprings of rescue. Now, throughout the whole year, there was always Nisuch Hayayin. There was the pouring of wine on the Mizbeach. And this is clearly in Torah many places. And on Sukkot, there was also the Nisuch Hamayim, the pouring of water throughout these uh, seven days. But that's only Halach Lamashimisina. It's not explicit in Torah. It's a, the Rabbanon that is um, learned out, Smucha Akroi. It's, we, we hang it on a Pasuk. But it doesn't say it anywhere uh, literally or explicitly. And this pouring of water was with great simcha, b'shaptamayim b'sos, and like it's explained in the Gemara. So the question is, why don't we find this even lit- listed out at all in Teir So in order to understand this, we back up, and we're first going to talk about the Nisach Regarding wine, it says, in Sefer Shaftim, will I uh, restrain myself from the wine that ha-misameich elokim va'anoshim? that makes God and people happy. Wine makes God and people happy. This is understood to be a metaphor for the characteristic of Bina, like we say, Eim HaBonim is Simcha, uh, because Simcha is when you have something that was hidden and has now been brought out. It's now been revealed. And that's what Bina does. It draws out what is in, contained within Chachma. It draws it out through comprehension and understanding, that you understand something so thoroughly that it enlivens you, which is not the case when a person doesn't understand something thoroughly. He's just sort of scratching around for it. It remains hidden in his chachma. It doesn't produce that same type of simcha. Now, Bina is also called Ganeidin. It's also called the hidden world. And this is what the Levim used to do. Like it says, V'avid halevi hu, that is, this, the he is the service, but it's this uh, ambiguous pronoun that he draws out this identity that is heretofore hidden, that was somewhat separated, that is embedded within Bina, that now becomes revealed. And this is through song, and the song that is sung specifically in association with wine, which again is the characteristic of Bina. Now this idea that wine rejoices man and God, that brings godliness to be revealed to people, through understanding that we comprehend the infinity of Hashem that inflames the neshama, this is also what we experience with literal wine, that it causes a simcha and a revelation. Like we know, when the wine goes in, the truth comes out. What then is the difference between the pouring of the wine throughout the year and during the time of moyadim Simcha, specifically on Sukkot, which is a dedicated time of Zman Simcha Sein, we're now are actually on Dafpeh, that here was also the pouring of the wine. So this is like a person who is very excited from some matter, that even though that this excitement may be contained within himself, but when it runs through himself, yet people don't know. But when a person is exceedingly excited about something, he's so happy, he can't contain himself. He sings, he dances, he claps. It's absolutely evident in his body language, and it cannot be contained within his identity, this great joy that he has. So too, the rest of the year, we are, of course, hopefully impacted by godliness in a way of mamali kolam and seviv kolam. But it still remains contained within us. This light of joy remains subdued and contained within our humanity. Come Sukkis, now the Simcha is so great that it can't be contained. And our, we, we intuitively start to respond uh, to it and act out upon it. 
This is the great excitement. And therefore, there's dancing and jumping up and down. How much more so in a spiritual sense when a person pours out his praises of Hashem, like the Ofanim angels who cry out in great uh, clamor. This is the Nisachayayin throughout the year. And on Sukkot, there's also the Nisachayayin, the pouring of the wine. The pouring of the water is exclusive to Sukkot. And when we pour the water in this way, we mix the two together. The pouring of the wine is Bina. The pouring of the water is Chachm. It is a far more profound level that exceeds even the level of the pouring of the wine. And this is also indicated in the concept of the Kohanim and the Levim. Like it says in, in the Zayar, that wine is the characteristic of the Levim, and the side of the Kohanim is the, uh, the, the, the clearer water. Because the nature of water is that it's the rain that comes from the clouds down to the street. That's the level of the Kohen, who draws down this characteristic even of the Kohen Gadol, and from there to all the Kohanim. The Kohen Gadol starts off and he passes it down through all the Kohanim to the people. Wine is the character of the Levium. It is an elevation from something lower to something higher. <coughs> it elevates it up to the loftiest of levels with enthusiasm and song. And is revealed, like we say, the Gemara and Shabbos, the play on the word called Bali Shir, Yetzim Bashir. That is, the, the, it's understood metaphorically, it's not the literal translation in that context, but it's metaphorically the idea of enthusiastic song, which is not the case with water. Water is still, like the Kohanim, that their service was done in silence, in contrast to the Levim, whose service was done uh, vocally. So to the Kohanim are, in that sense, loftier, closer to Hashem than the Levim, like it says, uh, the Pasvival Alecha Vishar Tucha, that they will accompany them. So too, the pouring of the water, which is represented by the silent service of the Kohanim, is a more profound service than the pouring of the wine, which is representative of the lyrical song of the Levim. Now, in Teirah Shebechsav, in Teirah Shebaal we have a similar idea. In Teirah Shebechsav, we focus exceedingly on the letters. Every all of Torah is Hashem's description. Every letter has to be absolutely precise. There can never be an extra letter or a diminished letter. Every letter has to be perfectly shaped and uh, cannot be contacting another letter, as are all the laws of a Sefer Torah. Now, letters are the concept of Bina. Like we see that when you want to express yourself, you have to use letters, both internally in thought and certainly externally in speech. Chachma, though, is higher than anything you can specifically grasp, and there are no, quote, letters there. And these are the letters of Torah, that Torah Shebechsav is Bina, which is called a Sefer Torah, because it has the specific letters, even if they're the letters that are personal and internal. They are still letters that come from Chachma, that, uh, that are expressed down to us in Bina. And Torah Shebechsav is the level of Chachma where letters, the precise letters, are not as rigid. It's the conceptual idea, it's the Seichel that is primary, that is manifest through the letters. And that's why we're not as particular when it comes to the letters of Teresh Because in Teresh the primary is the wisdom that it is communicating, where we ask the question, why does uh, one Tana hold this way and so forth, where we're much more interested in the conceptual idea than we are 
in the specific letters. Now we understand that the pouring of the wine that's written in Torah uh, and the pouring of the water is not written in Torah. It's, quote, only halach lamesh misina, because wine, which is bina, is Torah shebich sab, and this is the wine of Torah, like we'll explain. And therefore, it can be written in Torah Shabbat Shabbat, which is not the case in the pouring of the water, which is Chachma, which cannot be written in Torah Shabbat Shabbat, that is spread out in the letters of uh, that are written down, which is the Moichen of Abba and the Moichen of Ema. And now we understand why it says that uh, your love is more beautiful than wine. It is more dear to God, the words of the Soifrim, the, the authors, than the wine of Torah. And what is this odd word, seifrim, and why do we call it the wine of Torah? So we explain that in three matters, the Sefer Yitzhira writes that Hashem create the world. Besoifer, besoifer, besoifer. Seifer is Chachma, that's the scribe, that then transmits to the Sefer, to the book, which is the understanding, Bina, which then is the thought. And then the Sipur, the story, is the relating of it through Dibur, that receives from the book, which is Bina, which received from the thoughts, which is Seifer. And this is the three ideas or the three mechanisms through which Hashem created the world. That it starts with Dvat Hashem, this word of Hashem, that's the story. And this receives from the thought, which is the book, which receives from the wisdom, which is the author. And this is why it's Bereshis Butter through the Chachma, it manifests into the Machshava and from Machshava into speech. And this is why it says that it is sweeter for me, the words of the Seifrim, the Seifrim, the author, the Chachma, the root of Tereshavah Peh, and the pouring of the water is more dear than the wine of Tereshavah, the Tereshavah which is called the Sefer, the level of Bina, the book where it's now been laid out, and the pouring of the wine, which is the Chachma, which is the author, the Seifer, is even more personal, more lofty than the level of Bina, which is the level of Sefer together with this idea that Chacham is higher than Bina. And nevertheless, Chacham and Bina are two inseparable friends. And therefore, there has to be a constant unity between them. Like Yisrusa de la Sat and Yisrusa de la Eila. And therefore, the Pasuk says, you will pour out the water and joy. Water is the level of Chacham. You will pour out with joy, which is the level of Bina. And in this manner, we join together Chacham and Bina to be these two inseparable friends. <clears throat> and this is why during the Simcha Space of Sheva, it was specifically the scholars who danced during the pouring of the water. So what is this idea of the wellsprings of rescue, my money, high Yeshua? So first we look at the Pasuk and Tillim that says, a cup of rescue I lift up. That David Amalek said this regarding his Midah, which is the Midah of Malchus of Atzilis, which is called the Kais Yeshua, the cup of salvation, like it says in the Zayah. <clears throat> Now, with this cup, he blesses that there should be rescue to above, that he takes it and he places it before him, like it is with Dibor. For example, that this is the Kli in which he invests the Kaychas HaNafesh, the Seichel and the Mida. So too, Malchus is the Kli in which it expresses that gift from all of the ten Svirais. And this is what Hillel says on Simchus Pesach She'eva. If I am here, then all is here, like it says in the Zayar, that if the Shechina, which is called Ani, is here, then everything is here. What then is Yeshua's desire says? This is the right hand based on the Pasuk that says he rescues him with his right hand, meaning the five thorns that surround and protect the rose. These are the five Gvudas. The five Gvudas have been sweetened by the five Chasadim, and even though they're thorns, they're there to be protective of this delicate flower. 
And this is that idea of rescue that the Machos of Atzilus manifests itself in Biyah. Like it says, the feet come down to death, and therefore there has to be this level of Yeshua's to rescue that it should not be any hijacking from the Chitzenim, regarding which David says, Kois Yeshua's Esa, that it should lift up this cup to elevate it to that level where no evil can touch it. And this is what we mean by Mayane HaYeshua from the wellsprings of rescue. This is the Mayan that is drawn out from the Yeshua's for the Kaisha Bracha, regarding which it says in other places the explanation of the word Nevarech of Birchas we say before benching, like it says in Raya Mehemna, in the idea of the source and the Mayan, the wellspring and the well, that this is the Bricha, the stream that is drawn from there, from the origin. And this is what it means when it says Nevarech, it should be connected to draw out this cup of blessing that receives from this bricha, this connection, which is from the wellspring of rescue. Now, based on what we said above, we explain in the idea of Nisuch that it cannot be written down in Teir because it is the level of Seifer. It is the level of the author that is higher than anything that can be captured in a book, regarding which we say, we we, ha- we celebrate the Hakafis on Shmini Atzeres, which isn't even written in Teresh Peh, it's just a minute. Because it is such a lofty level, Makif and the Abba, that it can't be captured in mere words, the Orpanimi. Close to this, we explain in other places the idea that Myriv is optional, because it's such a lofty level that Isarusa de Lasata cannot reach, and therefore it has to be optional, it can't be obligatory, like we explained. <clears throat> the loftier it is, the less it's capturable in some in specific directive. And this is what it means to Shaptamaya Basasa, and there should be this great simcha, which is understood from what it plays in other places, Hashmini The level of Chachma radiates from a distant level, like it says, I have spoken and it is wise, but it is distant, distant from me. And now we're on Amadal. And this is also what it means that Miriam stood from a distance, that Chachma is called the sister, Miriam Aisha's sister stood off at a distance to watch him in the basket. The level of Bina is closeness when you really understand something. Like uh, his mother comforts him. And the mother is Bina, like we explained. That Simcha is when you, you get it, you understand it, it's revealed to you. And on Sukkot, there is also to uh, the level of Chachma brought to the Neshama, a Chachma that radiates in a close manner, like Bina. And that's why we say that the wise son, the Chacham, rejoices when he's a Chacham. This is that distinctive opportunity on Sukkot to have a Bina closeness with a level that's ordinarily more remote, the level of Chacham. And this is why it's Simchas Pesach Eva, the Mayim Chayim, the Chachmila that is drawn down. And brings about this closeness of Eim Habanim Smecha that this Simcha is revealed. That is, that this is revealed the Moichin the Abba to the level that it's Moichin the Eima. And the power for this is through Tshuva and Yom Kippur. Like we say, Lifnei Hashem Tataru, we come closer to Hashem, that through Tshuva, we motivate Hashem that his Kesser, that is higher than Chachma, should be revealed to us. And this is similar to the idea that a Chacham suddenly has new ideas that fo- that fall to him, seemingly out of nowhere, because he is capable of receiving this abundant light. So too by the idea of tshuva, that a distant person becomes close, it's also a gift from above. This is the level of a Chachma, but it's distant from him. Additionally, this is the idea that is explained. He got it to Levanechelen. And Yontif, we mentioned the idea of Simcha, the way it is of Moichin De'ema, the way it is of comprehension. But on Shabbos, it's Moichin Abba that this is higher than comprehension, where it's not shy at the level of simcha, but only the level of bittel, like the idea of 
the clear water of Chachmilah, where it's so clear you can't even describe it as Chachmah because it's incapturable. But through Shabbos Shabbos and Yom Kippur, which is the level that is higher of Shabbos and Chachmilah, therefore it is drawn down on Sukkot that it should be a Chachmah radiating within the person. Therefore, there is a Simcha in Hamayim, which is the Simcha of Bittal. And therefore, there is this idea, Mayani HaYeshua, that there should be no opportunity for it to be hijacked by the Chitzenim because the Chachma pushes them away. And this is the Simcha that comes about through the level of Bittal.